Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we are excited that you're here on this stormy but not stormy night in Southern California. It stormed for about an hour, and it was the most aggressive Southern California storm you could possibly imagine. In fact, it was so stormy, I got this picture. Ah! Craziness. Absolutely uh, insane. And here's here's something that I know that you will not know, but it's all I'm able to think about. Um, Kendall Kendall Jenner <laughs> named her baby Stormy. Yes. Well, no, her her older kid. Her new baby is called Wolf. Um, I don't know. I don't like that I know this information. Okay. Um, but there's a video of her like dressing up Stormy, and she goes, "Stormy, you look like mommy, baby." And she goes. I hate it. <laughs> look, so every time we say stormy, That's I just think, think stormy, you, you look like mommy, baby. I hate it. Um, but yeah, it okay. uh, it was lightning and thunder for literally an hour. And it was very, very it loud thunder. Great. Like it yeah. was um, house shaking thunder. Yeah, it was legit. It was really a lot of fun. And, and then uh, hail. Mm-hmm. Which we don't see very often. We didn't get as much as some places, but it was still a lot of fun. But I went outside and there was ice. So that's a win. That's like winter. That's, that's like winter. It's like California winter. It was 85 degrees yesterday. <laughs> now it was crazy. Uh, all right. So uh, what should people do, Katie? You should go to geekscorner.live. And from there, you can go in the little chat box. And you can also comment, much like our friend Bailey did, on Miss Piggy. Because she came arrived back. fashionably late, right? Yeah. So we um, they announced last week that they would be restocking the Kermit and Piggy Nuimos. Um, and so we obviously have had Kermit for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And we had planned to get Piggy. Yep. But then she sold out. Yep. Um, and then we went to... Um, where did we go? Not 20th Century. Emporium? Oh, That's no, not it was, Emporium. Uh, no, it was uh, Showcase. Showcase. Um, I was like, I don't remember. It was like was two like, days ago. <laughs> that store that's not Emporium, but it's across from Emporium. You know, the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they actually did not have any Kermits in stock. They only had Piggy. Um, so we got her this very cute ice skating outfit. Um, she's got little ice skates over here, but she can't stand on them. And it's appropriate because it's the Olympics. It's the Olympics. So um, we'll see just... what she ends up wearing after the Olympics. Yeah, but no, I think this outfit's very cute. It's very piggy um, because a Miss Piggy outfit needs to be sparkly and like, yeah. it's moi. Like, that's what it needs to be. And that's what this is giving. Awesome. It's giving, you don't, okay. I'm listening. You know what? It Okay. I, so... I was waiting for a lead up to like, I'm kind of waiting for the joke. Okay. Is there so a joke coming? This is, tonight it's just going to be Katie explaining pop culture and Mr. Daps. There was when Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez were still dating, or maybe they weren't dating. It might have been a PR relationship, but there was a video and somebody was taking a picture of Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez is hyping up in the background. He goes, It's giving share. And so that became a meme. Got it. So it's giving adjective here. Yes. <laughs> You're not going to take any of this with you, and that's okay. Mm-mm. Um, I already know that you have forgotten what I said, and that's okay. That is that is um, true. Um, Bailey says someone should make Miss Piggy a <gasps> spaceship Earth dress. I love that idea. That's a yeah, great... because that's sparkly. It's nice. It complements her. And then you could take her 
to Florida and have her in front of Spaceship Earth while they play Rainbow Connection. I'd cry. It'd be pretty cool. All right. Well, other things are returning besides Miss Piggy or showing up fashionably late. One of them being the trams. You didn't plug. What do I need to plug? Thing we plug every week. Oh, you want me to plug Mouseways? Yeah. Oh, yes. I'd prefer you. If plug you're going to travel to any Disney, if parks, you're going to travel to Epcot to see there you go. Rainbow Connection, well, I was excited about. I know. The return of the trams. Okay. Uh, anyway, if, you if you're going to do trams. any Disney travel in the future, please consider using Mouseways Travel. They are the official travel partner of Daps Magic and Geeks Corner, and they will take care of you so you can simply enjoy your trip. It's a no charge service that Matthew and team offers and you get jazz hands for free too. Uh, but anyway, oh, they no, this help. costs. Okay. They will help you find the best deal and get the most out of the magic. So you can have a fantastic stay. And they've done that for me several times now. So uh, I, I endorse them. I use them and you should too. And you'll be supporting us while also taking care of yourself. And then when you book a trip on Mouseways, what you could do is take a tram. And that's what Clocky just said. If you want to travel to see the trams, Mouseways travel. And you can Boom. do that by going to mouseways.com slash dapsmagic. And Oof. now we will talk about trams returning. Beep, beep. What do you think about the return of the trams? I will say it was one of our most viewed articles last week on it Daps Magic. It still is our top five most viewed mm-hmm. <laughs> article, yep. even today. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I, but I want to like asterisk my excitement. Um, and is there like a, is there like a thing you can do to asterisk it? That was like my, oh, that was it. Okay. It was like a, it's the up here kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was having my excitement. I was bringing it back Okay. okay. for the asterisk. Okay. Um, I'm excited, but I also think this should have happened like six months ago. Okay. That's I'm my, listening. that's my asterisk, um, is like. We've had buses. I, I don't really see a reason. And I don't know for why trams couldn't come back sooner. Um, I do like maybe that they, they... Maybe they'll get new paint jobs. I mean, we already saw one the that didn't have a new paint job, but that would be cool. Because um, in Florida, they got new paint jobs, they right? They did. I was kind of hoping we would, too. Um, I was hoping we would get electric trams. That but every time nice it too. pulled up, I could go, it's electric. do, 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 it's electric. I know, I know. Okay, you know that one. Yeah. Woo! In fact, That's one of my favorite off my uh, Impractical Jokers episode ends with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a great thing. Um, we talked about this a bit in the vlog that we recorded on Sunday, so it should post on this Sunday if I'm following the schedule correctly. No, We're is behind. it our... Okay, so it'll post maybe next month, um, maybe next year. Who's to say? Or next week sometime who's to say um but in that vlog uh i said that walking the tram route was super fun when it was a novelty um and it's not a novelty it's just difficult and it's a very long walk so i think it's gonna be a really great thing and uh looking forward to them and i will say that i'm excited that people are excited but i really don't care we park in toy story (laughs) well even with parking at mickey and friends i'm not gonna ride the tram i'm gonna walk yeah. Like even before, be, when before the parks closed and there were trams, mm-hmm. I did the walk. Like I've always done the walk because I just I'm like I'm there to at some level get a little bit more exercise because I sit in an office way too much, 
And um, and so I'm happy that it's going to make other people happy and like even family members. I'm really glad for them that it's going to be back because they should, I don't want them doing that walk. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, I'm kind of like, okay, that's fine. Um, like even half the time from uh, Toy Story, we end up walking. Yeah, it's true. And it, it's just kind of like, I like to walk. So to me, it's not a huge game changer and it's not, I, I like that it's coming back because it's one more thing closer to normalcy, but it's like, okay. The thing that was my... Uh... When, when you converted me to parking at Toy Story a lot, um, it was, I don't like that trams are free-for-all. Like, when you pull up, yeah. it's literally just, like... Diving in. Fighting for a row. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm honestly... Kinetic energy. <laughs> I will say it until I cannot say kinetic energy anymore. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a good thing. I also really like hearing the monorail honk. Or monorail. I'm sorry, I read monorail. And then... I, like, I do like hearing the monorail honk, but I also like hearing the tram go beep, beep. Yeah, I do too. Um, no, I think actually that part I'm almost looking forward to more than the actual tram. Yeah. And, um, you know, I might I might still park at Mickey and Friends just for the walk because I do think that is a fun thing to do. Pedestrian um, bridge. But yeah, the pedestrian bridge is beautiful, especially at night. And it is kind of fun to walk through downtown Disney as you're, as you're heading into the park. So Can we do speculation corner? Fire away. What's going to happen with security? It's going to be open. Well, yes, security is going to be open. No, 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 no. Like, so when you do the pedestrian bridge, yes. this is this is the big question mark, everybody. Everybody strap in. You do the pedestrian bridge. There is security there, but that security is closed. You have to go around. That would be the security by the old uh, ESPN Rainforest Zone Rainforest Cafe. Cafe. Yes. The one that's attached to Lilo and Stitch Law is closed. Yes. For guests. It's a cast member entrance so you have to go all the way around and that just it seems like especially with the trams coming back more well, i don't think it's might, very hospitable more guests might take that pedestrian mm -hmm. bridge so i'm just wondering i'm like maybe they're gonna split it like it's a cast member this way and guess this i don't know no i don't know i'm just very interested that was my speculation corner it wasn't a lot of speculating but i was, it just was more questioning it was questioning it was question corner uh, question more, corner more questions were answered today though when it was announced that wow. disneyland and walt disney world will be uh loosening their mask guidelines starting on thursday <laughs> i thought you were trying to say listening and i was like loosening is not a word no loosening like, loosen like yeah, yes. yeah i get that now yeah i'm going crazy you're going counterclockwise uh but uh righty tidy lefty lucy yes and uh so i'm curious what do you think about the relaxed mask guidelines um, my biggest takeaway from this personally is that, I mean, we saw it in Walt Disney World and I've seen it on personally on attractions. Guests sometimes become a little bit combative over indoor mask requirements. The only positive for this for me is that there's, yeah, is yeah. that there's less of a chance of cast members being berated or, um, bullied or having an uncomfortable situation with guests over, facial coverings um personally i don't think the science super supports doing this right now but if we are going scouts honor and it is only vaccinated individuals going maskless then yes um, and i don't care i'm gonna wear my mask anyway i am also going to be wearing my mask indoors <laughs> i mean at some level you can't control other people you can yeah. control yourself so I, I kind of going like okay well you've made your choices and i'll make mine and uh and let's hope that all works out and let's hope we don't see surprises one way or the other um surprises aren't fun 
um but yeah no uh we are vaccinated we are boosted um we also wear can 95 masks like we are doing our part to protect ourselves and that's truly all we can do at this point so yep so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out and see how the next few months go in more exciting news i think way more exciting news yeah chippendale rescue rangers posted a trailer today it's going to be coming to disney plus on may 20th if i remember correctly 2022 Mm -hmm. and uh it is not a reboot it's a comeback it's a comeback it's a continuation i actually think it's a continuation in some ways um yes it'll be a comeback i'm sure by the end of the movie um but we got a very uh, easter egg filled trailer today and what did you think of it I think it's fun. Honestly, the first time I watched it, I wasn't sure what I thought of it. Um, I love John Mulaney. Um, not for what he does in his personal life, but what he does professionally. Um, I love Andy Samberg. Um, so I think that's a very fun duo. Uh, I just, I, for a bit. What do you think of the voices? I think it's fine. I don't see, I don't see a problem with it. I don't see a problem with it at all. I'm not sold. Um, unless. This is the voices you see, like when they're close, and then when you go back to like human size, they have high voices. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, it kind of feels like a 2022 Who Framed Roger Rabbit mm-hmm. of like the animation and live action mixing, the Disney throwing the IPs that they have um, at this. I think it's going to be. Of them. Yeah, literally, they said we didn't see Star Wars yet. Maybe we did. They said, remember how we own cats? Remember that? Here you go. Um, I also love that Roger Rabbit makes an appearance. Yeah, like I thought that that might be the entire appearance he has. And that's fine. Same with uh, Paula Abdul. Oh, I was Um, thinking Mickey Mouse in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, it's going to be that level of length of an appearance. Um, I, I think they might be in separate animation styles the I whole movie. I think they might be as well. Yeah. I, I'm just curious. Like, I I know the voices I got used to with the three boys and DuckTales. Yeah. Um, but this is a little bit different. And I did find myself getting pulled out of the... Like, I wasn't buying into the characters as much as I thought I could. And maybe by the time that I see this whole movie, I'll be mm-hmm. completely sold. I'm like, oh, that was a good choice. But um, I'm curious. Yeah, like it's it's that was my one question mark. I loved all of the reference references to different like the animation style references mm-hmm. you were saying, and the actually self reference, mm-hmm. like the this is where we were, this is where we are. I this love is that. Um, kind of like it's like kind of like behind the music type mm-hmm. of thing of like until tragedy struck. Yes. Um, I thought that was very fun. One that clearly does not take itself seriously. No. Like, I think that whether it is a critically good movie or a critically bad movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Whether it's good or whether it's a bad movie, I think either way it's a fun movie. Like Yes. It's like a, you turn your brain off and you just go, wee! And as Caleb is saying, I did think the Scrooge McDuck cameo was great. That was fun. And that was the right voice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, as Mike says, chipmunk voices aren't deep timbers. Yes, that is true as well. I, I honestly think you could have just bumped them up a little bit and it would have been fine. 
like keep and, their voices, but whatever. Um, uh, it is not the thing I have a problem with. What did you have a problem with? I had a problem with throwing all the IP in and making IP soup. So here's my question. And I think this is why they did it. Did you look at the production slash cast list mm -hmm. for this? And let's say you don't know what the movie is. What would you think it is? Just looking at who's involved with this. I don't know what you're trying to get at. It's a Saturday Night Live movie. Well, it's also with Lonely Island. It's entirely, but it's a Saturday Night Live movie. Yeah. And and I think that's what's interesting about it and why they're throwing so many IP is because of course they're going to do this. Like this is not that's a, fair. like as I was watching this and as I was reading who's making this, I'm like, this is not a Disney movie. This yeah. is a Saturday Night Live movie that using has, some Disney, using Disney IP. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's going to be really interesting because uh, like DuckTales, they stuck with the bigger picture of of the story and they, they started rebuilding or rebooting, which is maybe why they, they went this direction um, with their, their marketing, the Disney afternoon. And mm -hmm. we've got Darkwing Duck coming soon too. I'm betting we don't see Dark. Eh, maybe we will. I don't know. But this one seems to maybe be a complete one-off of like, this doesn't exist in the canon of the Disney afternoon. Certainly could might recognize it. I don't know. It'll be very interesting. I hope we get more trailers just because I think this is going to be one. Actually, I feel like this is one we should do a, a, a DAPS watch for. I think we should. Because it's going to be either absolutely amazing in its craziness or absolutely terrible in its craziness. And both might be good. We're going to find out. Yeah, we will. Just a couple months. Three months? Three months. three months three months and about a week all right we're gonna we're gonna do that it's gonna be great yeah also we got a new trailer for dr strange in the multiverse of madness what did you think of that one i think it's great if you know anything about me you know the highlight of this trailer for me what's the highlight of this trailer for me mr daps not the highlight of the trailer for me what's the highlight of the trailer for me tell us you were supposed to guess Wanda? It's Wanda. Okay. It's Wanda. I hate when you do that because then I'm like, I say what I think it is, and you're like, no, that was not it, Mr. Daps. No, like, you've oh. watched me watch this trailer twice now. And both times I go, <laughs> there's my girl. Um, yeah, I don't. <sighs> so here's a couple things that I'm very excited about. One, the return to Westview, whether that be in her mind or an actual physical return to Westview. Um, that scene where she like has blood dripping down her face and she like reaches out to her is so heartbreaking um i'm so excited for the emotional journey that we go on with that um and two when she says when you break the rules yeah. you're a hero and when i break the rules i'm a villain that doesn't seem fair does it because it's true yep. um and yet people want to say wanda enslaved people dr strange literally erased an entire universe's mind and memory um, because one kid didn't get into college. Well, it'll be interesting to see the context of the of that line that she says. Yes. Because is that in context to something that's already happening or happened, or is that something that's happening right there in that moment, or is it a combination of both because of the craziness of magic? Um, and I will say there is somebody on TikTok, Jay Stubes on TikTok. She has a lot of Marvel stuff. Um, she has a very fascinating in-depth um, on basically how Marvel comics and the marvel cinematic universe treats women um hmm. and it's actually a really fascinating deep dive on that line specifically and how 
Wanda Maximoff has always been treated and um, her powers and so all of that. this is a time to change it? Uh, yeah. Or where they can change it? Uh, they, it, it? They can change it unless they frame her as the villain in Multiverse of Madness. So you don't think they'll, they'll somehow redeem her or something? Uh, I, I could really see it going either way. Like, I would love to see her be end up the hero. I would and, like that. And it turns out that, you know, Doctor Strange isn't as all-powerful as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'd be great. What was your favorite part of the trailer, Mr. Dapps? Clocky and I are very <laughs> good friends. I was about to say. When Captain Picard showed up. <laughs> so here's a funny thing behind the scenes is I had watched the trailer without sound first because we were um, at Disneyland Super Bowl Sunday and I didn't have headphones. So I was like, okay, so I watched it with captions. So all it says is mysterious voice. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And I see everybody on Twitter saying like, oh my gosh. Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. I was like, wait, wait, we're doing X-Men? Yeah. Um, And then we watch it and you go, that's not Patrick Stewart. No. No. But then we listened to it again on better speakers. You know what also helped? Hmm. I watched part of a card. (laughs) Well, no, it actually did. Because I always forget how much his voice has changed in the last 10, 15 years. And... And it really has much more of a kind of a hollow sound than it did mm-hmm. before. And um, and so then the moment I heard him in, in Picard, I was like, oh, that is Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And and so it was, it was kind of one of those weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just like it because uh, fun fact, I've said this before, but um, my email signature at work is from Captain Jean-Luc Picard. So. Well, and I think if you watch it closely and on a bigger screen than a, a phone, mm-hmm. uh, you can also see his silhouette. Yes. Um, I think he says we should tell him or something. Yeah. Something like and, that. And right after he says it, you can kind of see like the side of his head from behind um, kind of pulling out of the shot. And it's obviously completely blurred, mm-hmm. but um, we should tell him that's what it is. And, and so I'm very, intrigued by what this means where it's going to go how it gets to that point and what it does for the future of the mcu mm-hmm. and i don't know like what comes after this i don't know <laughs> i don't know like it used to be super easy to keep up with all the marvel movies uh, and when does Moon night come out i know it's a tv show but that's in may okay so same time mm-hmm yeah it'll be interesting yeah uh, all right well moving right along Unfortunately, Beauty and the Beast, the prequel, I think it was going to be called Little Town. The prequel, the sequel, the movie, the series? That's also a musical. It has been put on hold by Disney uh, because of creative elements not coming together. Uh, What do you think about this, Katie? I don't love the Beauty and the Beast live action movie, um, so I don't really... But... LeFou and Gaston were easily some of the highlights in that film. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it just kind of felt like um, there was something missing from the live action Beauty and the Beast. And honestly, I forgot that they were making a prequel series. So I was like, oh, okay, my life kind of goes on unchanged from this. So you don't care? No. Okay. Well, that keeps it easy yeah uh i'm curious what actually happened i also think it's kind of weird because 
I almost feel like there's somebody at Disney Plus that just needs to kind of let go and let Josh Gad do what he wants to do. Yeah. Because first it was the Muppets. Like, remember he was gonna he was working supposedly on that series with the oh, Muppets. Oh yeah. And then that got pulled for creative differences. And I feel like if anybody's gonna get the Muppets, like besides Jason Siegel, Josh Gad. Like he seems like he's a Muppet lover at his core, and he almost is a Muppet in some regards. Yeah. So I feel like he would have been great with Muppets. Like, I feel like that would have been a really cool thing. And I also feel like the um, the Beauty and the Beast prequel had the possibility of, of just kind of like building off of the chemistry the two of them had mm-hmm. in the movie. And really, that was the stronger part of the movie anyway, mm-hmm. uh, because it just like he's musical theater. He mm-hmm. can do this. And I think that actually, if we're going to go to Beauty and the Beast the movie, Part of the problem with it is there were people that weren't musical theater trying to do musical theater, um, and it just doesn't work. Like they've done that in so many movies through the years, where you have these incredible musicals, like uh, Phantom and the Opera being a prime example. And then you don't. No, put... the movie version was so good. Yeah. What are you talking about? It was gorgeous, but you need to have strong singers and strong. <laughs> No, it no, is. No, it's true. Like it the is, cinematography is a beautiful. It's a pretty movie if you don't listen. There's even to what's pretty going people on. in it. It just doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, just listen to it with no sound. Like I, I think to me one of the hard parts of Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite things. Is yes, I liked Gaston and LeFou. I thought they were fun, but my favorite character was her dad. Like. Kevin Klein singing his little song to whatever. Yeah, his little music box. Is the prettiest musical moment in the film, and it's kind of not even needed. Yeah. And it's, I'm curious. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe they would build the whole prequel around how can a moment, what is it? How can a moment last, last forever? forever? Yeah. Like, um, I was going to go off topic for a second. Go you, ahead. you brought up the Muppets and I, I wanted to plug the episode of the below the frame hosted by Matt Vogel mm-hmm. um, with which the... if you want to come on the show, Matt, we would love to have you, please. We have a spot. We also, we also have a Kermit, but you don't have to talk about Kermit. You can talk about whatever you want. We can talk about your, your band. We could talk about what kind of pizza you like. We could, we could definitely do that. Um, but there is an episode with uh, the heads of Muppet studios and they talk a lot about the creation of the Muppets caroling coach for Disney Marius Nights. Which was great. And some of the rehearsal processes yeah. and how they watched the crowds. And I think it's really, really you great. Know what my favorite part of that was hmm. is knowing they were watching us, us. watch yes. the Muppets. And I totally saw that group and made eye contact with them multiple times because I was catching the show at different parts so I could see the different Mm-hmm. Like what they do down in the street and what they do up here. I was like, oh, there's a group of people that look like Imagineering. Yeah. And and so I kind of smiled at them. And like now in hindsight, looking back, I'm like, oh, definitely that guy I saw. And so uh, it's it's a yeah. very fun episode. So if you want to hear um, and if you also want to have hope about Muppets and Disney parks, listen to that episode because there is definitely nuggets of hope scattered yeah. throughout it of like there's going to be more Muppets in Disney parks. Oh, totally. And it's it's worth just listening to the entire podcast yes. because uh, Matt Vogel does a really nice job of interviewing different people from Sesame Street Muppets mm-hmm. um, and 
and family members, I guess you could say, that uh, really gives you a, a behind the scenes look at what it's like to work for these two organizations and how much fun they have together. I think that's one of the big takeaways of everything. That's the common thread is that they all love what they do very genuinely. Um, even though in season two, there's a new uh, segment called Injury Corner, but they all talk about how they get hurt. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. <laughs> of course Sorry, you're not. Um, well, no, I just like if it was funnier. Oh, I think it's funny. Oh, do you? <laughs> I like, do. I, I want it to be more zany. Oh, uh, that's fair. Uh, but they talk about like the injuries that they have gotten puppeteering. Um, and like for everything that they go to through for all the spaces that they have to cram in, they all genuinely love what they do. And who they do it with. And who they do it with. Yep. Um, so it's a really fun podcast. Uh, the episode with uh, Carol Spinney's widow made me cry. It's a beautiful um, episode. It's really, really nice. So yeah. Uh, listen to it. It's great. Yeah. If, you have, if you have spare time. And we agree. Bring back Muppet Mobile Labs. I or haven't new seen things. it. New things would be good too. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't actually know what. I feel like there's lots of possibilities at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World just about anywhere um like I hate to say this but I feel like Disney's Hollywood Studios is just screaming for more Muppets yeah. um I mean like other parts of the park too not yeah. just that corner uh but no, uh make it the make it a Muppet park but like just on the entryway you can... MGM Muppets great Musical. man I don't know. Uh, anyway, I would love to see more of these things come to life in mm -hmm. the parks. In fact, we were talking about uh, Disneyland After Dark uh, Valentine's Day. I was talking with somebody else that uh, does what we do for another website. And we were both talking about how we really enjoyed Sweetheart's Night, but it didn't have that that Muppet moment that Marius Nights had. And, yeah. and like it would have just put it over the top if they'd had the Marius Nights Muppets. And or some other version of something like no, I want Gonzo and Camilla. I want Kermit and Piggy. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I'm looking for. Is I'm yeah. looking for the the Muppet couples. The magic of the Muppet couples. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, um, and it would have fit really well in 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 Sweetheart Nights. Mm -hmm. I agree. Anyway. Uh, it is Geeks Corner Plus time, and uh, if you have any questions, throw them at us, and we will do our best to answer them, since we don't have anything planned as we, we get towards the end of the show. Do you have something you wanted to add? No, there's oh, not okay. something I wanted to add. There's nothing you skipped over in the order. I skipped something? Yeah, you literally skipped over something oh, in the order. why don't you talk about it? I totally can't read. <laughs> I asked for one thing to be put into the order of the show, and Mr. Dapp skips it um it's okay i know my place uh anyway there is a new wedding location for disney fairy tale weddings See, we saved it for geeks corner plus this is great i thought you're doing it intentionally no. and then you weren't no so it's fine everything's fine mm -hmm. it's at epcot it is at uh i don't know how you say it in french french uh but it is at remy's place um, it is the courtyard in front uh, it's kind of like where the creperie is mm -hmm. um in front of that fountain uh, which is often a really full queue but yes and it was something that i like when i read the thing i was like that is an awful place for a wedding venue i think that that's ugly um because all i could think of was the blue sign and i was like uh, i don't know how much i like that but if you're back further you wouldn't see the blue sign. Uh, but then i the saw the venue pictures and if you go to 
dapsmagic.com. I wrote an article and I put in all the pictures. Um, it's gorgeous. It's all the romance of uh, France and all of that beauty. And it's also like very notably theme parky because you have that Remy fountain. It's very, it's very cute. It's something funny because uh, this was a discussion we were having recently of like, Disney fairy tale weddings are great, but if you're paying that much money, sometimes you just want that like icon of like, this is a Disney wedding, like. Which is a hard part at, at Epcot sometimes. Mm -hmm, because. Like, not all the locations are iconic. Because uh, the, we were, we were talking specifically about the Canada Pavilion. It's very, very pretty, but nothing about it screams theme park. Like, it's not, this was a wedding in Epcot. Um, and I think that this is actually that balance of like, this is gorgeous, um, especially usually the pavilion weddings you have to do at 9 a.m or 8 a.m before park open so i think especially with that light it's going to be very pretty it's too bad they can't do it like midnight when it's dark yeah you could really do some cool lighting stuff there yeah. disney knows how to do lighting i mean yeah but i don't know just pop my head <laughs> um remy the ratatouille the rat of all our dreams. I hope that that's the song they walked down the aisle to. Bailey is asking, do you think that they would allow you to dance the music from Ratatouille the musical? I'm betting not. Actually, no. I bet there's a licensing thing that you could. Uh, well, no. It was a TikTok musical. I still bet there's a licensing thing you could. Uh, I'm sure that you could get a nice piano cover to walk yeah. down the aisle. Uh, yeah. Open Q&A time, guys. Uh, but yeah. So I think that this is stunning. <laughs> Do we still use Price Waterhouse Waterhouse Cooper for the DAPC? Of course. Yeah. We always use PD PWC. Which reminds us. Next week. The DAPCs are next Tuesday. We have both filmed our short films. Wow. We are ready to go mark for the DAPCs. Mark your calendars. You won't want to miss it. We will it'll be dress up in your finest attire. It's Dapsy time, baby. And do reaction videos. Yeah. Because we're going to dress up. Do you remember the time when people would do reaction videos to Geek's Corner? That was before That's my like time. like season one or two or something like I that. I remember it as a fan, but that okay. is before my time okay. proper on here on Geek's Corner. All right. Well, um, speaking of time, Katie, what should people do? Go to dapsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list. So you don't miss anything. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss any of the videos that we have going up. We've got several still going up from Walt Disney World just a couple weeks ago. We've got a bunch going up from uh, Disneyland as well because there's lots of changes happening there. So we've been doing some tours and other things to hopefully give you a glimpse into what is going on in the parks along with the vlogs and everything else that we have going up as well. You won't want to miss any of it. But that is all the time that we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.